naked shamanism. Welcome to With Insights Radio. I'm your host, Iggy Garcia. I will take you on a journey across the universe through shamanism, metaphysical, and holistic. So sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Okie dokie dokie dokie, everybody. Hey, how's it going? Iggy Garcia, Iggy Garcia live here in Columbus, Ohio, episode 162. Hopefully you're able to see my broadcast. So I just um, wanted to say hello to everybody. Welcome to the show. I hope you can stick around for a little bit for uh, about an hour or so. Uh, We're going to kind of talk a little bit about uh, your spiritual tune-up. Yeah, spiritual tune-up, that's what we're going to do, so... But like we start every show, we're going to start, we're going to light a candle. Honoring, giving thanks to our ancestors. Thank you, dear ancestors, for the opportunity to be able to do something miraculously and uh, really cool stuff here in this present moment in 2021. An opportunity to be in this moment, to share and to be whatever I want to be here in, in in this body, in this spirit form, and do whatever is called to, called me to be doing in this time. So I give thanks to my ancestors and uh, really appreciate them. And I'm going to put this candle over here so it keeps, keeps lit as we're moving through it. Okay. Light my sage a little bit here. Get me, get myself geared up. It's so important to have a rituals and and routines in your life more than you probably have on a regular basis because it's something that is learned. It's something that's been taught. You know, for me, this is sacred ceremony. This is sacred time. This is an opportunity for me to share. Uh, my thoughts, my feelings, my emotions, and all the things that roll around in this head. <laughs> roll around in this head. But I'm here to talk to you today. I'm here to talk to myself today. I'm here to share with me and uh, share with you and kind of get, kind of grasp a little bit of what's going on in our world as we progress through this um, uncertainty, this uncertain time, and what's happening around us. And it can be really frustrating. It can be really um, uh, put us in a nasty mood or depressed mood and depressed place. And quite frankly, I'm not immune to it. A lot of people are going through a lot of stuff right now that um, is really questioning their ability to navigate the world and to navigate life. Because when we look at things, we we want the world to be a certain way. And we want things to happen a certain way, and they don't happen. And we follow the best roadmap sometimes we, we can, and we still have issues and we still have problems. But this is where it's interesting. Life is very interesting because it, every day is a different day. Every day that you wake up, there's something happening uh, in your life, something that's going on that affects you, affects me, affects everybody. And, you know, to think that you nothing's going on with you, nothing happens to you, that's not true because we live in uh, we live in this 3D world 
and it's been designed for us to uh, participate in it and you must participate in it as much as you want to separate yourself from it and go run out in the woods and be a hermit you're still going to participate regardless of what you're going to do you're going to participate in some level or another you're going to be part of this uh, routine part of this world part of this thing that we call um, life and how how you navigate it how you move through it is basically going to be up going to be up to you and what that looks like so i talked a little bit um several little snippets that i have on on youtube for those of you who follow me on youtube um been kind of setting the pattern up a little bit to get into what i'm going to be doing here in the next uh, couple months uh showing everybody and kind of explaining to people how to move out of their funks and how to move out of their energy but before you can move out of anything you got to take responsibility for what you can control and take uh, responsibility for what you can't not control because sometimes we get in situations where it's out of our hands it just happens you know it's like a meteor falling out of the sky it's bound to happen right it's going to happen if it happens and you happen to be in the area and you get squished by it well that was your destiny and sometimes is it pre predetermined destiny no it's not a predetermined destiny it's just it was a random act of god you know it's just something that happens and a lot of us fall into these traps sometimes thinking that you know but i wrote this down and i did this and i told that and i and i manifest to the universe and and now i'm getting more crap but see sometimes when we look at things we only see the, the downside of the stuff that happens to us. We only notice the things that are crapola. Because that's what we do as human beings. Oh, well, you know, my job. Oh, well, you know, I my car broke down. Oh, well, I lost my job. And if it sounds like you, I'm talking to you. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. But regardless, oh, look, you know, this happened to this person. Or this happened to that person. You know, that's very legitimately and that is very true what has happened to everybody and what's happened to all the people and you know what no one's excluded from that we've all had good days we've all had bad days and we have all had situations where our lives are not in the in the in the frame of mind how we want it to be that's how we want it we don't want car problems we don't want we don't want relationship problems you know we don't want to be you know in in a situation where we don't feel comfortable but the thing is, when you understand that there are going to be things like this that happen to you, it's how long you stay in that energy, how long you allow that energy to control you, how long you allow that energy to be, you know, manifesting itself inside you. Now, most of us, majority of us, okay, you know, we follow a, a pattern of, you know, a, a pattern language, how we live our life and what we do in our lives. We set the alarm clock for 7 a.m., and we snooze the shit out of it and we snooze snooze you know to like you know 10 15 minutes and we think that we got sleep and we got rest because in our mind we created this world that if i snooze the alarm that i'm going to get extra sleep of course your your REM has been disrupted your REM sleep and you're just totally not there you're just kind of in and out so you're really not resting you're really not accomplishing anything and uh you know and uh you know, and so many of us go through this go through life like this every day and they think and think that's okay your alarm's beeping beep 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 and it just goes on and on and on and then you're late for work how does that happen it's because we have to take accountability for ourselves what we can control we can only control what we can control 
did you guys agree with me with that? And it is good to be here with us. Thank you very much for the reminder, and I appreciate that. You know, we can only control what we can control. And sometimes we think there's things we can control, and then we can't control it. Then we have no control. Now, most of us, on a regular basis, go take our car to get tuned up. Most of us take our car and get a you know oil change. Most of us take our car to the shop when the, the light comes on. You know, the, the, the engine light comes on. Most of us are like, yeah, like, well, that's gotta, I gotta go. Engine lights on, gotta go. Some people are religious about it. They do it like they just like when it comes on, it's like, oh, what? Dropping everything I'm doing, I don't want to be standing. And then they go. And then there's another group of us that just like, oh, man, you know, I get to it later. You know, why do you get to it later? And why does that person who sees the light come on go and, and creates action at that moment? And why does that person who lingers and waits? Because there's circumstances in our lives that play out that we rationalize that we that we take and we go I can't take my car and I can't take whatever you know to the shop because I don't have the money and that's a legitimate thing that's a legitimate thing but you could take your car to what is it AutoZone or whatever and have them test it for free and see what pops up there are other resources of checking your car and see what's going on now some cars they're, they have specialty, and you can't take them anywhere other than the dealership, which is not really fun. Because, you know, dealerships aren't cheap. But our lives are the same way. Our, you know, I'm not trying to compare you to a car, but I'm trying to compare you to the things that we don't pay attention to, the things that we totally forget. You know, number one, when we don't feel good, what do we do? We try to find solutions to, you know, to feel better. We try to find solutions that will put us in a good frame of mind, put us in a good energy, in a good flow. The majority of us do, at least. You know, I try to. And then we analyze. Whoa, what am I feeling good? Now I'm feeling bad. I'm not sure why my head hurts. I'm not sure why I, if my stomach is bothering me. You know, whatever. And then we go through this system of checks and balances, and we try to figure out what's going on. If we don't know, we ask somebody, what do you do for your headache? What do you do for this? What do you do for that? And then somebody gives you... A resource or a connection or somewhere to find that and you know and it's it works or it doesn't work one of the two happens but regardless spiritual tune-up you know we also have to f figure out spiritually where we're at you know sometimes we, we just assume because we had an ascension moment that you know it's gonna last forever that it you know we're we'll ride that high but as soon as the first sucker comes by and, and treats you like crap, you, you're right back down into the mud. You're right back down where you started. You know, spiritual tune-up is also understanding that you have to come off that high for a moment. As you ebb and flow through the, the spiritual highs, you know, you're human, your spirit. You're human, your spirit, your spirit and soul. Your body goes outside, your spirit goes outside, your body goes numb, your body goes... And then the two meet together. Spiritual tune-up also, you know, we're, a lot of us are working on the spiritual aspects of ourselves, trying to hone it and make it good and make it nice and shiny. And we're all going, yeah, look at me. I've been awakened. And look at me and how I'm like spiritual now. And I'm wearing this little turtle on my shirt and i got these little bracelets on me. Check me out. You know, and we're all trying to do the right thing. But yet then we don't. We look at our bodies and we're going, man, my body doesn't doesn't resonate with that energy. It has a hard time collaborating and tries to, you know, adjust itself. 
and calibrate itself with this newfound love of of spirituality that you're creating and then your body is like still hungry for food and junk food and stuff and you're feeding it crap and then your your body starts to become lethargic and tired and can't keep up with that it's true my friends you know some of us what we're going through you know we have to take care of this temple this spiritual temple is housed inside this meat suit inside this suit is energy and you have to feed it properly to the best of your ability nobody oh, I don't have money and I can't afford it blah blah then you got to figure out some kind of techniques in order for you to feel better exercising working walking you know you know you have time to sit down and flounder and do all the things you need to do to feel the way you want to feel and you know that's okay you're allowed to do that you're allowed to feel your feelings your emotions but it all works together you know it all works together you know it's it's like uh, a car that's been damaged on the outside but the engine is still working really good blah 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 a lot of us are like that we look beat up on the outside but inside we have this energy flowing through us the difference between us and a car is that we can change it the car can't go and change its its look the only thing the car can do is hope that the owners who love it will fix it love your body love your spirit love your who you are and fix it work on it as much as you work on your spiritual aspect of who you are give yourself a spiritual tune-up give yourself a physical tune-up get back on the treadmill and work walk talk you know walk sacred talk sacred like the natives would say you know it's a good day to die when they say that it means that you've done everything possible in this life and you, sh you when you leave it you have no types of complaints so you want your life to be better well you have to make changes in your life in order to reflect that you know if you don't feel good about who you are and you're going somewhere and you're trying to portray who you are people can read right through you and then you're like oh but Iggy but everybody treats me bad or no one respects me you know first you have to honor and respect yourself if you don't honor and respect you or hold accountability yourself accountable accountable then how do you expect other people to hold you accountable and hold you in high light and and revere you you know and see you because it's it's respect is earned okay it's not given you have you want respect then you respect you respect the healthy limits and boundaries that you create for yourself and all those people who walk around you or who are invested with you you know and it's good to be here everybody and I appreciate your comments because it is good to be here and you have to believe that you have to believe that it's good to be here even when it sucks because when you say it enough times it's going to be better you know if you say it's terrible to be here it's terrible to be here well you know what you're going to manifest it's terrible to be here you know I had people say that well, you know move get out if it's, if it's terrible get out you know it's good to be damn good to be here it's good for us to be here it's good for us to enjoy life it's good for us to bring in the good energies it's good for us to be in in communion with spirit it's good to be in communion with you it's good to be in drum circle with you and jamming with you it's damn good to be here and it's not good to be here today fine that's where you're at stop spreading them the hate dude we don't need that there's enough people doing that in the world there's enough of that everywhere you know monitor your feelings your emotions and I'm guilty too man monitor your feelings your emotions of how you are acting and what you're spewing out to the world 
Because what's going to happen is, eventually, when you spew enough, no one's going to listen to you, no one's going to talk to you, nobody wants to hang around you. Because that's what happens in life. It's not because you did anything wrong. It's because people are tired of that. People don't want, there's enough of that going around. You're just contributing more. Everybody's contributing more when we do that. You know, there's times where I complain and, 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 and throwing out negativity. And we're, we have the right to as human beings, but we also have to understand that when people walk away from you and don't want to be around you, that you've created that environment. You've created that toxicity in that moment. It doesn't mean you're toxic. It just means you just created toxicity in that moment. You need to tune up. You need to figure it out. When people violate your space, that's not acceptable. No one should be able to step into someone's space and violate it with their beliefs. Okay, fine. You believe something. Great. I really appreciate it. Doesn't mean that I'm going to change. Don't try to convert me. Why are you trying to convert me? I never asked you to convert me. But there are people who do that all the time. In the spiritual community, in the religious Christian orders, and, you know, all the different religious orders, they're always trying to convert people. Well, no wonder nobody wants to join. You know, everybody, everybody wants to be, you want to be able to make your own assessment of what it feels like and to be like, live your life as an example. Live your life and show so people can see you as you, as you move and, and navigate and dance through that. You know, first things, we always have to heal ourselves the individual that's where we have to work on and that's the hardest one of all of them it's the hardest one because you know what we're in the way we get in the way we drop that anchor and it's dragging along and we're just can't I can't seem to move well I don't know why I can't move and you look behind you like oh damn there's an anchor back there no wonder I can't move and everybody's like well why are you dragging the anchor pull it up put it back on your boat man wow <sighs> But I need it. I have to remember all the things so nothing bad will happen to me ever again. Okay, that's fine. But do you really have to drag your anchor and slow your progress? Slow you down? Listen, you can work through your, your traumas. You can work through your garbage and all the things that you think hold you back. And still move into the spaces of, of being in a good er, good energy. You know, this illusion that you have to, that your trauma owns you, it's not true. Your drama, your trauma owns you because you allow it to own you. Yeah, so what? I've been, I was a rape victim when I was a kid, molested and whatever. Okay, am I gonna zap my identity now? Uh, I'm recovering, you know, whatever. Blah blah blah. No, that doesn't own me. That is not who I am. That was never who I've ever was. That was a moment in time where something bad happened to me. You know, God forbid that doesn't happen to anybody else. But I took on that energy because, you know what, somebody else couldn't handle that. I took on something that somebody else wasn't able to resonate with, wasn't able to handle. I spiritually took on that energy in order to share that there's hope. That you don't have to be owned by that. That that doesn't, that doesn't create you. It just molds you, makes you into a much better, stronger version of yourself. Not the best way, to wanna, not the best way that I wanted to uh, uh, feel that or express that. But it happened. Yeah, I went through all the same steps like most people do. And then one day I'm like, you know, I'm just going through these steps over and over. I'm repeating the same, hashing it over. <clears throat> and, and that made me feel like I'm a victim of what? Victim of someone's stupidity? Someone who is an idiot who's dead now? 
you know, they had more power over me because I was playing the role that I was like, oh, eh. no, I got tired of doing that. I only share my story with you because, you know what, maybe someone else needs to hear that. You know, and so what part did I play in it? Who knows? Obviously, I was there, so I had some issue in some part of it. You know, unfortunately, the situation worked. It wasn't the best ideal situation. And it made it unfolding. It unfolded different, unraveled things inside of me to see life differently. <clears throat> it challenged my parents to maybe next time trust their son. You know, my, bless my parents are both dead, but, you know, trust, you know. When a child comes to you and says, <clears throat> this is what happened to me. Or a woman or a man comes to you and says, this is what happened to me. You know, listen. So many people go, oh, I can't. Uncle Bernie would never do that. Rebecca wouldn't do that. That's the first things that people say because they're in shock. Number one, they're in shock. They wouldn't believe that. But this is what happens to people. People get abused. People are abused. And, you know, and people get abused because those people were abused sometimes. And sometimes those people are just playing something wrong with them. But a lot of times, most people, the abusers are usually been abused by other people. But it stops with you. It stops with you. It stops with you because you have control of stopping it. You don't have to become an abuser. You don't have to do what they do. You don't have to become this other version of hate and anger. Well, they did it to me, so I have to do it to somebody else. You don't have to do that, but so many people do that. That's just why this perpetual hateful, angry energy continues in the world. You know, this rage and stuff continues in the world because someone th continues raging. Because no one is willing to end it. No one's willing to stop it and say, you know what, I think we, we, should, we should be done raging. We don't need to rage. You know, I'm not saying forget what happened to you. I'm not saying forget what happened in the world. There have been all kinds of atrocities that happened in the world. But how do we heal that? How do we heal the world? How do we heal ourselves? How do we heal other people? You know? As we heal the individuals, we're healing families, right? Families mean doesn't mean necessarily mean your particular uh, pod of people. It also means the family that you create. The people that you bring into your life. The people that you bring together around you. The people around you are very similar, very close. When you start to look at them, their stories are very close to your stories. And you're all working on the process of healing each other and working through each other through that process. <clears throat> sometimes you know that it happened to them and sometimes you don't. Excuse me for a second. But the majority of people, you know, the people they associate, like energies attract. You know? There are a lot of friends in my circle who had similar situations happen to them at different ages and different levels. But it doesn't make it wrong or right. It's just what it is. Then we're all working on healing each other and working through that process together. And that's what we hope to strive <clears throat> as we're tuning ourselves up, you know. So how do you tune yourself up? Meditation, prayer, ceremonies. You know, becoming involved, learning a, a holistic practice or a metaphysical practice. You know, cutting the cords on things with people. Cutting the cords with situations and uh, organizations. And sometimes cutting the cords with the blood family that you have. 
and sometimes cutting the relationships with the family you created just because you create a family doesn't mean that it's there for life sometimes you have to sever that too but as you sever things off understand that you're going to have feelings and emotions and memories and things that are going to <clears throat> manifest itself outwardly and inwardly all right so as we heal ourselves and we heal families and we're working through all this process it's it, it spontaneous by osmosis sometimes and by example we start to heal the communities and there's all communities that you start to branch off people want to do what you do people want to be want to carry that love energy in the in the forward forward to the next community to the next life with their friends because they can't come all to columbus all the time so they create other circles in the other communities and it starts to spread then it becomes its own entity becomes its own thing and even those people have to work on making those things better and you're creating the spiritual tune-up understanding sometimes the spiritual tune-up also has to be observed and looked at does it serve me is this serving me you know you can't be <clears throat> the person where you're like oh this is great stuff and then the next moment you're like oh my god you guys are going to hell for believing that you can't do that you can't disrupt circles you can't come in here and, and, and just think that you're gonna do whatever you want because you're gonna find yourself on the outside looking in and sometimes that's more painful be on the outside looking in and trying to understand why why because you created your own toxicity in your own personal belief system about how you see the world you have to understand that the world doesn't always see the see the world your world how you want it to be seen and even you ask every person who's Christian everybody's every person who's you know Catholic or everybody who's Muslim or whatever <clears throat> regardless of how they all are connected and they have their spiritual and their beliefs they still have their own thoughts about certain things they still it rolls around but but you know what they won't question sometimes because they don't want to change they don't want to be ostracized or looked at funny or or made an example of and so when I when you have a spiritual relationship in spirituality with your creator the thing that created everything you're closer to the spirit because you're right there in it versus having to navigate through a bunch of people to feel that experience you know that's what makes it hard sometimes I think sometimes people expect to hear the voice of creator talk to them but creator speaks in so many different ways in so many different facets you go outside and you see a beautiful sunset that's creator you see the river flowing that's creator you see the trees blowing in the wind that's creator that's pachimama that's that's the universe that's all the things that you get to partake in and observe but how many times we walk by and we just don't <clears throat> don't see it i remember when i was on a trip to peru one time and i had uh we all had the opportunity to go to Machu Picchu and see the sunrise. And I, I told the group, I said, hey, let's go. Let's, you know, and a few, uh, several of us went. And I was like, oh, well, I've seen the sunrise before, blah, 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 you know. And I was like, so it was not the first time I've seen the sunrise. But you know what? I was kind of shocked. I was, it kind of threw me off a little bit. I'm like, yeah, but have you seen a sunrise in Machu Picchu? You know, have you experienced that? Because if you've never been to Peru, how, how do you experience that? And you know, but that wasn't my, that was my ego 
being affected because I really wanted to share something that was part of my culture and it felt like it just got pushed brushed off you know and I was thinking wow but that's their journey that's what they have to go through you go see the sunset Iggy you go up on that mountain and you watch that sun come over the top of that mountain <clears throat> like you've done thousand times and thousand lifetimes and watch it come up and you tell me what you feel and what you felt when you saw that you know when I saw that mount that sun creeping around the mountains it felt like I, you know it was the mist down there it felt like I was in that the movie of King Kong movie you know the mist coming up and you could just feel the anticipation when you get to Machu Picchu you're in and then the next thing you know you just start to see these beams of light like the sun rays coming out and you know and I can I can imagine how my ancestors were probably watching this event as the the beams of light are rolling off coming off the top of the mountain and then little by little the next thing you know there's this amazing blast of light and it just like it comes like creeps up over the hill just like it's speaking at you like this and the next thing you know you just feel all this energy just like light coming in and lighting up the world and just it was the most amazing sunrise and I mean I've seen all kinds of sunrises but this I've not experienced the sunrise in Machu Picchu in the way that in this way this high in the in the air this high in the altitude in the sky it was so amazing and I was just like so just entrenched in that feeling that emotion and my spirit just soared. I felt like I was the condor flying around the top of Machu Picchu, just watching the human beings, you know, absorbing that energy, that light hitting your, your face, your chest, your body. And as you're stretching your arms out like this, and you're just like feeling that, that love, that universal love, that universal energy. It was one of the most beautiful and amazing things I ever saw in my life. But people need to do what they need to do. And they have to feel what they have to feel. So when I talk about a spiritual tune-up, you have to do it for yourself. You can't expect other people to do it for you or other people to be involved with you. Just because you are in a ceremony with somebody doesn't mean that they're going to have the same experience as you. There are people who will be uh, in things with you and they won't feel anything. They won't have any connection. It's not, not that they're not connected. It's just not the right time and the right moment for them. You know, so when you talk to yourself and you see a certain certain rolls of numbers popping up in your head and certain types of things, and, you know, spirit's always working through you. You just have to pay attention. And when you pay attention, you know, things make themselves clear. And you have to understand that, you know, there, you know, there are things, and I'm going to make it the most simple, basic way, Okay. If you start to see sets of numbers, okay, and you start to see a repetition of numbers, and most numbers repeat themselves, and sometimes you have to do the math and add them up. So we're going to do the chakras, the shamanic chakras of, sham of shamanism, okay? So for example, if you see the number five, like I told my friend earlier, the five is a representative of the th throat chakra, okay, the blue, the colors, whatever. The colors are important, but not nearly as important as knowing what number you fall on. So you get the number 22. 
and you add up you see 22 I see 22 all the time you get, and you have numbers and that's four and if you see 11 11 11 that's one that's one two three and four you go up one two three four and what is it it's your heart chakra heart energy so when you start to do the the, the numerology of it there's a numerology side and then there's a chakra shamanic side that we teach in, in shamanism okay because we also have chakras in, in shamanism in our country too the chakras aren't just the Hindu and the, the Vedic way of, of reading chakras we also have colors too we all have also you know the chakra that's outside of our body that's our ancestral chakra okay so when you start to look at the chakras you start to understand let's let's use an example of my friend today she kept saying oh, I asked five people and I'm gonna use her an example and I'm sure I'm not gonna use her name but she asked five people to help her jump her car and she was finding that nobody was really helping her nobody was really you know paying attention or they were off topic or or they were afraid to help because they saw someone else try to help and then they went jump but specifically she talked about five people and so I was talking to her and she was talking about how she had mentioned how sometimes women aren't seen in the same light as men or they're just not um, uh, you know they're not recognized the same way or you know there's some kind of there's no you know there's no connection there and I'm thinking to myself this sounds like a pattern here and if you're listening and I was thinking her throat chakra there's something about her throat her, how she expresses herself to herself versus necessarily to the world and what she's telling herself and her self-talk and so uh, that was the thing that I, I got from that it's most of her self-talk what she tells herself and how, how she tells herself and what she believes and when she plays that recording in her head it plays and rolls around her head and it gets embedded and printed inside of her belief system okay and so what happens is once it gets embedded in your belief system that's called programming and then we have to change the programming how do we change that how do we move from that how do we make that chakra spin in a way that's positive instead of going like this or spinning the opposite way or just stopping because then what we do we start to go to the head we it starts to affect our our lower regions it starts to you know when you can't talk you can't hear here can't hear here you know there's no flow so I found it really interesting that she had kept mentioning about five now I hope she's listening I hope she's online because five you know when you do the math you know when you do the math it takes you to the point of the chakra points that are, are closed and it can be a lot of numbers it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be just a single number you can take digits and add them up and it gets you to that point and that's where you begin the process of breaking open the egg the shell of what it is as you start to work on yourself the individual as you start working on yourself the family as you start to work on the community you start to affect society how society it, it develops how society changes because as you're changing and as you're doing your spiritual tune-up and you're creating a new version of you to share with the world because you're gonna have to share because you can't help but hide you can't hide because people see you people want to be with you people want to be around you you know and if you're not a kind of it's not kind of like your personality you don't like to be around people and stuff well, you're going to have to figure out different uh, systems of of navigating the world because if, if you're shy, do you want to die shy? You got to ask yourself that. Shy doesn't mean that you have to be afraid of anything. 
Shy just means that you just protect, you're protective of yourself and how you protect energies coming into you and allowing them to come in, in, in your space because you have so many feelings about how people treat you in the bad and how you've been manipulated or treated. Okay, so but society changes because people are changing. Right now, society is changing in a way where people are on board with the rhetoric that is playing out in the world. If you want the world to change, you have to change the rhetoric that's playing in the world. But it only happens if people voice and speak and share in a loving, positive manner. Because we can force it on the, in, in a pattern that's negative, in a pattern that's forceful. And you know what's going to happen. They're going to rebuke you, and they're going to bump you, and they're not going to listen to you. But if you do it in a way where you're walking that sacredness and you don't veer from it, not that you're telling anybody that they're wrong, but you just believe what you believe and you walk your path. No matter what anybody tells you, they can't, they won't be able to move you. You'll be like a solid stone. You'll be like a mountain. They would literally have to blow you up in order to fragment you. But you know, once they blow you up, you become all the pieces and parts scattered across the universe, scattered across the world. And you know what happens? All the little pieces and parts are embedded with encoded material. And you become, and you start to share all over. Your message starts to go all over. And this is how, what happens. We try to, we try to kill the messenger so the message won't get out. But yet, the message gets out because you kill the messenger. Because you destroyed the message. Because you didn't want anybody, you wanted to just bury and siphon it. And that's why it gets out. This is why religions are so powerful. Because they created this martyr, created this system of this oppressing the message to the point where the message they destroy the messenger and then eventually just explode then society latches on to those pieces and parts and they share the stories and they continue sharing the stories they carry the stories around the world they share with this person they share with that person and the next thing you know you have this story of, of whatever you wanted to create you have that power we all have that power but you have to believe you have that power. You have to believe that you are, are as good, a good messenger as the person who's teaching you. Because the illusion is that, you know, if we have a guru, then the guru's never wrong or he's never, you know, he's going to ascend and you'll ascend. You know, you're, you're, you have the ability to move and ascend as much as the next person. What is ascension? What is awakening? You know, it is whatever you make it. If it's putting your energy and your love into another person and watching them grow, and that's how you grow, then that's how you're going to move. But if you use that energy the same way for yourself and you grow, other people will open up. And then what happens? We heal the planet. We heal the, the planet that we love. We heal the world. I'm not saying we're creating a utopian world. We're not, I'm not, I never said that. We're just healing the aspects that are wounded in the world. Because there's perfection in the imperfection. You know, this illusion that things have to be perfect is an imperfection to begin with. Because nobody truly knows what perfection is. Because if you knew what perfection was, then we would be there. But how do you know what a perfect scenario is? How do you know what, what is perfect? Because the perfection is your version of what that looks like. 
and the perfection is somebody else's version of what that looks like that's why the perfection and the imperfection in the perfection is doodle and noted duly noted my imperfection there's perfection in that your perfection and imperfections there's perfection in that you know when you have your moment where you fall there's perfection in that because you learn from that you grow from that you become better for that because you're healing you you're healing families communities society and eventually the planet and eventually the entire universe because you are the universe you come from the universe we all come from the universe there's no there's no displacing that there's no getting around that there is no way you know the world is made the world is because we created the world is what it is because we manifested it we when i say we i'm talking about all of us if you're in a situation that your world is encapsulated and that's what you like you created that you help create that and if you feel that someone leads you you created that if you feel the world's a shithole then you're going to find the shitholes scenarios that play out in that if you see the world as a beautiful thing you're going to find the beautiful things even though there's stuff going on in the world you know the paradise of the world is the beliefs that we associate on the world whatever we project onto the world we see and we'll find it immediately that's something that will always happen if you want to find the bad and the negative and all the things you'll find it you want to find the good things in life it may take you a little bit longer and I'll tell you why it'll take you a little bit longer because you're not accustomed to looking for the good things you're not accustomed to find because your mom your dad complained you complain we all complain something going wrong the majority of human beings complain about things versus appreciate and have gratitude for things in their lives I'm just as guilty as the next person but how long you stay in that energy is the key that's the key okay my car broke down what can you do nothing except fix it at some point or another but in the meantime you have to find a new strategy a new way to navigate a new way to get around a new way to communicate a new way to work a new way to you know be interactive and create settings and and create distributions and stuff in your life creating a new live dashboard for yourself in order to move that energy you know when a person loses a limb things happen to them mentally spiritually and physically but there are people who when they lose a limb they're they're done they can't move from that energy but there are other people who get a prosthesis they put it on and they and they put a little spring thing in it and they go run in the olympics they learn to run they're faster than they were before so it's really up to you what you want to create in this world what you want to manifest in this world what you want to put out in the world you know the world will reflect back to you where you are in your mind your spirit and your heart because if you don't think you're deserving of it you will not be deserving of it if you feel like that you are owed you could be owed 
But be careful how you choose the words that you use. Self-talk is the most powerful thing that you will ever have while you're doing your spiritual tune-up. One of the most detrimental things is how you speak to yourself and how you hear yourself. How you speak to yourself and how you hear yourself are very vital. You know, when you if you yell at your dog or your cat for doing something wrong, they don't really speak the language, but they feel the energy. They feel your energy. It's just like piercing them. You know, little kids are the same way. Sometimes they don't understand what you're saying because logically they're just not there, but they feel your energy, you know. Don't do that. You know, they go like this. Is it the word? It's the frequency, the sound, the energy that you bombarded onto them. Because you can feel that. You know, if I rub my hands and I tell you to touch your hands on the screen, you can feel that. And the screen acts weird. Why? Because we're, as much as we are matter, we are also energy. And the matter that is we, us, is also energy. Moving at a different frequency, a different rate of movement. So we never truly die. We never truly end. We just reconstruct, manifest, and create our energy, move that ball of clay, and we become something else. So your spiritual tune-up is how you navigate the world, how you see the world. And you have to find techniques that work for you. Not all techniques for tuning yourself up to get into this into the sphere of spirituality and connection is the same for everybody. Some people like to drum. Some people don't. Some people like the bowls. Some people don't. Some people like to meditate. Some people don't. Some people like to sing. Some people don't. You get the man. You get the idea. Find what works for you. What resonates with you. If it means attaching yourself to another human being who's who is um, ascended. And you feel that ascension in them, and that works for you, then didn't do that. If you feel like you're awoke, you're awakened, and you're able to move that energy, and you can be like that, then you do that. The thing is to never be alone. You're not alone in this journey. You're not by yourself. You're, you're never alone. Because there's another human being going through the exact or similar situation that you're going through. And they're looking to rise that energy, rise that vibration. They're out there. They're right with you. They're next to you. They they drive by you. They walk past you. They sh- go shopping where you shop. You know? And it's not that people don't want to talk to other people. It's just people just don't know how to engage other people. Because we've been taught not to engage people because we sh- we've been taught to fear people. Oh, that guy might be a mass murderer. He might take me in the backwoods. Oh, that... that that adult, you know, as a child, you're like, don't talk to adults. Stranger danger. Stranger danger. Valid point. I get it. But we've been taught to avoid contact, connection. Because you know why? Because people, other people have ruined it for other people. By violating the sacred space, the sacred sanctity of another human being's heart, spirit, and soul. And this is why we have issues in the world. This is why we have wars. This is why we have, you know diseases and famines and stuff because we don't take care we don't we don't teach the world to love itself we teach the world to abuse it and take things 
for granted. So I'm here just to say, you know what? The world is where it's at because we help create it. And when I say help create it, we're we're a cog in that in that work and we helped create it because it only it, as it manifests outwardly we all have fear we create fear right you know we create fear oh well if you don't do this something's gonna happen we're all gonna die if you don't do this you create a pattern you create a repetitive motion a pattern of language and then it's hard to tune up and then there's another group of people who go the other direction and they create a pattern of language no no we can't do that we're not gonna do that no 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 you're crazy you know blah, you know you know these people you are one of those people you're you're on one side or the other or in the middle or whatever but you're part of it one person can change the world and i always tell my friends this one person can change the world because you don't know who you're going to change and who you're going to stifle could you imagine some of the great minds of this world if someone just stifled them and told them that they were not they were nothing they probably were at one time told that but they moved through the energy and they continued doing what they needed to do and they created new things and that's what my challenge is to you is to create new things you're never too old man you're never too young you're never too old don't fall into the gaps don't fall into that into that logic don't fall into that logic you could be 100 and change the world you could be 10 and change the world but if that's not your goal change yourself work on you don't blame other people for your problems take responsibility for what you can control and control that and then everything else will fall into place because the universe was always giving it to you, always handing you gifts. You just have to look for them. You have to be present in your mind and open up your heart, your spirit, your soul. Open up your gut. Take care of your body. Eat well as best as you can. Because the universe is always handing us gifts every single day. Every single day. Don't think that it's not because it is. And when you're ready, you'll be ready because you'll be tuned up and you'll be paying attention to the signs. You'll be paying attention to what you need to be paying attention to connect. And this is one of the biggest things that I was talking about. Find mentors, create a blueprint of what your life wants to look like. If you don't know what it is, then ask somebody to coach you through that. Either a coach or a friend or some situation. Find people who want to work with you because they're out there. There are people willing to help. Some people do it for free. Some people charge you. It doesn't matter. Because if it's important to you and you want more and you want better, then you'll find it. You will go and you will move into that right energy to help you. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to be? Are you happy with your life, how it looks right now? Are you okay doing what you're doing? Because if you are, then I don't need to talk anymore. But if you're not, then we have to have a talk. Because if your life is not where you want it to be, then you need to create strategies. You need to create uh, scenarios and have ideas of what you're going to do. Life is, is like a job. You know, if you take it and you don't work it, you get back the results that you put into it. 
But when you get a job, you do the best you can. If you half-ass your job, you get half-ass results. Life's the same way. If you do it halfway, you get half things. You may not notice it because you're in it. Other people notice it more because they want more for you. Because they, You know what? You ever ask yourself why people want more for you? Because they want the hope that if you can get it, they can get it. Oh, I know you can do this. And are they really saying that to themselves or to you or to both? To each? To both. To you and them? Sure. That's my point. Spiritual tune-up is understanding where you're at first. Why you are stuck. Why you can't move. It's like the engine light coming on. It's your spiritual engine light. Check it. Check your spiritual engine light. And see why it's flashing. Why it's stuck. Don't wait for circumstances to take your life into a situation that you have to fight and crawl your way out of. Because that's uncomfortable. That doesn't feel good. You know... We are the individual, we are the family, we're the community, we're the society, and we are the human planet. We are the human planet. If you want more information on how to work with me, you can go to egarcia.com, follow me here on, on Instagram and YouTube, subscribe to my YouTube channel, you know, and connect. I have a, a series of CDs, um, CDs and I have a series of videos that I've made. You know, listen to them. Take take me in the car. I'm on Spotify. I'm on I'm on my I'm on iTunes. I'm wherever podcasts are free. That's where I'm at. If that helps you, if this helps you, then follow. Listen. Create mentorships with people. Even if you can't be with that person, this person has given you information left and right. Me and others like me have countless information out there for free sometimes. Listen, connect, understand. But it's going to take work. Work doesn't have to be hard. It just has to take work. And you got to put in the work. And you've heard this. Some people are born with a natural ability, but yet they still work. They still have to work. They still have to show up. They still have to be present. They still have to be there. They still have to come to that place where they're able to do what they need to do. So, you know, that's what I'm telling you guys you still have to show up. Even when you're in the spiritual and you're looking, searching for that. You still have to show up. You still have to be present. You still have to be there. You still have to be there. Because when you show up, nothing but good things happen. And you get to see things you didn't get to see before. So friends, that's basically all I have for today to share. I think we covered a lot of ground today. You know? Life is beautiful. Life is perfect. It's our viewpoint of life. It's imperfect sometimes. You know? You know, there's an old saying, God made no junk. You ever heard that? I believe that. Spirit made no junk. Universe made no junk. Those are interchangeable words. You know, we're a splinter of the universe, splinter of creation. Experiencing the world, experiencing life, experiencing things. So I'm here to think that today I had in contact with spirit, contact with you, sharing with you the thoughts and the feelings and emotions that I've been holding inside my heart to share with you. And I'm very grateful that I had this opportunity to be here today with you.
All right, my friends, take care, be well. I will talk to you soon. Ho'oponopono matakwiasen. Namaste. What is above is below. Irisikwi. I'll see you next time. It's good to be here. Never forget, it's good to be here. And I'll see you soon. And with that, I want to say a ho and good night. Blessings, my friends. Take care. And we'll see you at the next drum circle, December 10th at the Reiki Center. Until then, be well. Do the best you can. Love thyself. Honor yourself. And good things will come from that. Take care, my friends. Be well.